What a wild card weekend in the NFL. The ups, the downs, the good beats, the bad beats. The freaking Browns beat the Steelers. The Bears don't get a shot at a backdoor cover because the game ends. Where do we start? We start with 4-2 and two on record against the spread on the podcast all week. And had I not flip-flopped on the Ravens, I would have gotten a 5-1 against the spread. Now, let me preface that by saying I went winless on totals on Saturday. So, very much a little bit over 500 on the weekend. A lot of prep to get to just over 500 for the weekend. But I do feel good knowing I picked 4 out of 6 spreads. And it's a little unconventional for me. I took the points in every single one of them. So, if you think about it. In the six spreads there were, if you take all the points, you beat Vegas this weekend. That's pretty interesting as you settle in to the pocket as we now have the bye teams getting ready to crack their knuckles. Four and two if you took all dogs with points. Colts plus seven kicks it off. Covers. Three-point loss for them. Second game, covers as well. Rams went out right. 30-20. That game I had the under, I lost. Bucks, Washington football team. Spread went all the way up to nine, saw it at eight and a half. They went by the hook. 31-23 bucks. Now the spread did go all the way up to nine and a half on that one. And I even saw it as high as 10. But we'll call it eight and a half original. Either way, Washington covers. Yesterday, we're thinking of 10-0 Titans. This puppy plus three and a half is looking gorgeous. Ravens, the under was the lock yesterday at 54 and a half. 54 key number there for sure. 2013 Ravens moving on down to my over 500,000 view clip on the end of the game. Mitchie Trubisky to Jimmy G over the middle. Graham makes an unreal basketball catch. They can't go for two. 21-9 is the final score. 10.5 or 11 was the spread. That is sick, especially if you have 11, knowing that a PAT was coming and they wouldn't miss. I would assume they had gone for two. 10.5 would have covered. Yada, yada, yada. And then we wrap up on a plus 205. By the time kickoff happened, money line dog. Browns plus six. I was all over it. I did say I thought they would win. And I did hammer it. And that was the Hawaii game. Abba boom boom. Of the weekend. Get your money back from your local. Legal, of course. Bookie. But today, we go all in. So congratulations. First playoff wins for Lamar, Baker, Josh Allen. How about that quarterback class? Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen sitting in the super bad McLovin corner right now wondering where did it all go wrong, isn't it? But today, it's all about the national championship. Alabama versus Ohio State. Does it get more juicy than that when it comes to historic franchises? The spread we got, I can't. I'm, it's almost disrespectful to Ohio State. But it's more about the respect to Saban and Bama that the line's at eight and a half right now. Plus 240 Ohio State money line, minus 310 Bama. That's wild to me. And one of the largest, if not the largest, if it settles, 74.5 on FanDuel at the moment, 75 on certain books. That's the largest over-under total in the history of this college football playoff. Short-lived, but still wanted to note it, wanted to throw it out there. Coming into this one. Alabama, 
wins but does not cover. Notre Dame backdoored them on an 18.5 point favorite. That game was a little boring. You know, if you love college football, it wasn't. But in terms of, you know, where we wanted to see Notre Dame step up, Ian Book, storybook career for Notre Dame. He hits the record books, but he does not beat Bama on his way out of the Fighting Irish and Brian Kelly's program. Nevertheless, Ohio State ends Trevor Lawrence's second loss ever. That's it in college football in his entire career. And it was a convincing one. Fields played out of his mind. Six touchdowns. Got shot up in the hip. Shoot it from the hip, baby. Unbelievable. Unbelievable performance for Justin Fields. He has cemented himself as the second quarterback going in the NFL draft. Ohio State, 34th defense in the country in points against and a 75th overall in points against Alabama defense. This is one of the worst Bama defenses under the Saban era starting at Bama in 2007. No team in the SEC has gone over 400 yards against him in the air. And it happened with Kyle Trask in the SEC national title game in which the 52 absolute points put up by Bama was not enough to cover the large spread. You don't want to piss Ohio State off when they're a dog. It's only the fourth time they've been an underdog since 2015, 2-1 straight up and against the spread. So, two times in four games, they've been an underdog since 2015. They've won the game outright. Won the game outright. Alabama is 7-5 and five straight up, 5-7 and seven against the spread in their 12 games as a single-digit favorite going into this one. Saban in playoff games. Seven and three straight up, but just three and seven against the spread in 10 college football playoff games. Let me repeat it. Saban's been in 10 playoff games. He's covered three of them. Seven and three straight up record. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Three and seven against the spread. So it leans... Ohio State off of history. All the way back to 2012, Ohio State 6-4 and four straight up and 5-5 five and five against the spread in 10 postseason contests. They've been underdogs five times in those, 3-2 and two straight up and against the spread. Every time the Buckeyes are underdogs, historically speaking, they're a tick over 500. Bama is 8-2 and two straight up, 4-5-1 and one against the spread in their last 10 postseason matchups. Four, five, and one against the spread in their last 10 postseason matchups. My theory going against Bama's defense is how good is your quarterback? If you have a better quarterback than the quarterback under center for Alabama, Deshaun Watson, a few years ago, Clemson National Championship, down and out to Renfro, ball game, book it, gotta love it, gotta have it. That's a game you want to go against Nick Saban. Fields showed you he's special. Showed you he's a playmaker. We're also getting little note here on playoff trends. Underdogs three and three straight up, but five and one. Five and one against the spread. Alabama has never covered the point spread in any of their four college football playoff final appearances, despite going two and two in the natty title game.
Ohio State is 1-0. All betting trends I am rocking to you with. Brought to you by VegasInsider.com. We're also looking at Trey Sermon, running back, star running back for Ohio State. 524 yards in two games. Shattering Zeke's 476 back-to-back game record in 2015? I think so. So you mean to tell me you're giving me Trey Sermon coming off a Buckeyes rushing record on the ground. You're also telling me that this is statistically one of the worst Bama defenses under the Nick Saban era. That's appetizing. Bama, 79th in the country at defending the pass, 32nd in total defense. 32nd. Alabama is strapping up tonight all the Jonathan Allen, Hightower. I mean, you got Patrick Sertain. It's He's a lights-out all-pro corner. Father was in the league. Shout-out the Fins up, baby. 2-3 in the building. He's a stud. There are some unreal position players on this Alabama defense. But as a whole, every number I'm reading to you now, here's Ohio State on defense for them. They are second in stopping the run nationally. 89.1 yards a game. Now, they played half a season, but 89 yards a game on the ground they've given up. Number 41 in the country in total defense. So, it's the passing defense for Ohio State that's going to be troubling tonight. They're 116th out of 127 FBS teams at defending the pass. That certainly favors Bama. Mac Jones finished third in the Heisman, completing 77% of his passes, had just over a 4,000-yard year, 36 touchdowns, four interceptions. He knows how to take care of Nick Saban's ball for him. But I do want to throw out that in the offenses that are tricky and the offenses that are innovative this season, if you think about it, Ole Miss and Florida hung 48 and 46 on these tie. 48 and 46. And you're going to ask me out loud, who's a better offense between those three? Florida, Ole Miss, Ohio State. It's Ohio State. What am I getting at today? I'm getting to take the eight and a half points. Take the eight and a half points. Ryan Day, head coach of the Buckeyes, has these guys playing with dog. Has these guys playing with Lights out. We're coming for everybody's jugular. They don't care that Bama's won 11 of their 12 games by margins of 15 points or more. They don't care. They're watching the Trask Florida SEC tape and figuring out how over 45 points was hung on this Alabama statistical defense that, quite frankly, outside of a couple position players, as I just said, is not a scary lights out Bama defense. And historically speaking, the dog is on our side. Five and one, I'll repeat. Five and one. And in the six title games since the playoff has been in existence, the over has gone five and one. Now, both these teams average in the 40s in points. So if you do it statistically, it will go over 75. This game won't be tight in terms of plays and, and points won't be put on the board, but 75 points is a lot. 35 31. Under, it hits. 40-31, under. 42, 
31 under. Starts creeping up to 73. Does it hit 75? I would lean under just because we're looking at the largest number in the history of over-unders in this college football playoff. But if the Buckeyes can do a little bit of due diligence as a better run-stopping defense than Bama's on paper statistically this season, maybe the clock trickles. Maybe we get that under. I'm going to lean under, and I'm going to feel pretty good about eight and a half. Now, if Fields is hurt, we're screwed. We're done. We're done if Fields isn't right. I'm banking on modern medicine here. I'm banking on also statistically the Buckeyes are 8-1 and one straight up against the spread in their last nine as an underdog. 8-1. and one. This certain teams you don't want to rile up. Saban was smart. Didn't pull a dabbo. Didn't say something he should have that they put on the wall. A lot of people will say Ohio State's championship was last week against Clemson. The real gamers in that locker room. Ryan Day, leader of men, knows the job isn't done. He knows what he could do in cementing himself and beating Saban this early in his career. He knows he has a special, special running back and quarterback under center. I'm taking the eight and a half. I'm taking the eight and a half. Go Buckeyes. This is a man that went four and two and should have went five and one against the spread. I'm just saying. Leaning under. Don't feel great about it. Certainly not touching it. Do I want to do a teaser in a game like this? Nah, not really. And on our way out, I want you to, to settle in the pocket on these because we're going to do a nice little gorgeous detail breakdown game by game on the cast this week. Try and get you the value you're looking for. And again, when you listen to the podcast every day, there's value. The value in jumping on the Colts and the Rams in the middle of the week like I did, we got an extra half point in one and an extra point and a half in the other. The Rams was plus four and a half when Goff wasn't throwing the football at practice. Four and a half. That line dropped to three. Point and a half. So just like the stock market, these numbers move. For your Saturday pick pick them on January 16th, your Saturday lineup, LA Rams at Packers, Ravens at Bills. Delightful delightful line open up at seven in that one Rams plus seven at the frozen tundra minus two and a half in the Ravens bills that is very appetizing very very appetizing telling you it's almost a pick'em game between Josh Allen and Lamar and on Sunday Browns Chiefs Browns plus 10 I am liking that early and then we got Bucks Saints. I'm going to call that the premier matchup of the weekend. Bucks Saints. Bucks plus three. Can't wait. Ohio State plus eight and a half. Do they beat Saban? I could see it. I'm out. Hug your mothers. 